0: Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg and today, I'm delighted to welcome a very unique businesswoman from Iceland, Helga Christine Fritz Jonstotter. Helga, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much. Uh,
0: Helga is the owner of Iceland Unwrapped which is a personalized travel planning service. And I was just telling Helga, that Iceland is on my bucket list. And next year, we will be visiting Iceland. So Helga, let's talk about Iceland unwrapped. After the career in education, what made you start a travel business?
1: So education has always been a theme in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, and But when I was living in Denmark, I graduated with a Master in Global Studies. And then I went into digital marketing. And I was Uh, head of division uh, of a big uh, uh, Nordic bank or Scandinavian Mm. bank in the real estate department, Mm. where I was working with uh, digital marketing. Uh, when I stopped living in Denmark, moved to Holland Mm. to live with my husband, then um, I decided that I would like to create my own life, Mm. (laughs) work life, Mm. that I could move around with me. Uh, So I used my digital marketing uh, background and my education, of course, Mm -hmm. uh, to create Iceland Unwrapped. Uh, Because I moved locations and I had to create something. Wonderful.
0: So tell Uh, me about Iceland Unwrapped. Uh, What do you do? How do you do this differently?
1: Yeah, basically, uh, the reason for also deciding to start the company is that I was very homesick for Iceland, Mm -hmm. because I had been away for 10 years at the time, and ended up being away for 16 years. Mm -hmm. So I think um, I was starting a, a joint workspace when I was in Holland and I went to a course called uh, Career in Your Suitcase, which is mm-hmm. a, a fantastic course mm-hmm. uh, where I decided from one day to the next just to start the company and, and uh, do a personal life trial planning. I noticed that people who were visiting Iceland, we're not meeting Icelanders. And mm-hmm. I thought that's a pity because we're a crazy bunch of people mm-hmm. here, here on the rock in the North Atlantic. Yeah. And it, it's a pity that people don't get connected. And mm-hmm. my theme in life is to connect people a lot. So, so okay. that was an obvious for me to create that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And basically, I met Americans in Amsterdam who had never been met Icelanders after four visits to Iceland. Mm-hmm. So I decided to, to change that.
0: Okay. And what do you do differently? uh, When you say that you want to connect people? Um, How do you connect locals and travelers? And give me some examples.
1: Yes. What is something that I'm known for in this company is Dining with the Icelanders, something that I am very proud of, where I connect families, individuals to the travelers, Mm -hmm. just by having a dinner together, Mm. So people go, the travelers go to the Icelanders house, they have dinner, they have a conversation. Mm. And one, uh, one of the most two of the most memorable ones, memorable ones are mm. uh, the first one of the first clients that did this that had the courage to do it.
2: Mm-hmm. She,
1: they went to uh, people from New York went to this Icelanders friends house, and her father had gone out and got fish in the bay here outside Reykjavik. She mm-hmm. had a greenhouse with vegetables and berries from the, the mountain next next to her house. Mm-hmm. So it was the most fantastic meal they said they ever had, wow. because of the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Another example is a vegan chef that I'm working with that had also a group from London, a big uh, university group. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were four in her pli- place, five in her place, but the mm-hmm. rest was all, all around Iceland, 90 people in total.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, one of the clients came to me and said, there was a businessman, a little bit like in his suit, and you know, mm-hmm. businessman from Germany. And he said to me, this was a spiritual experience, you know, ah. the food, the kindness. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the drive for me that people mm-hmm. tell me they're this is meaning something and it leaves something for people.
0: Amazing, amazing. So uh if I was to ask you if someone comes for say eight days or nine days,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, they land in Reykjavik, and then what do you do?
1: Depends yeah. <laughs> on the person. Or an ideal it, kind of a trip. Yeah, so you have what? I, how I work is that I interview everybody, so mm-hmm. that's a different kind of thing. Okay. So I have a have a phone conversation normally with the, with the video on, so we can look each other in the eye, mm-hmm. even though we're far apart. Uh, so uh, I pride myself to say, pride myself from saying that that uh, all plants are unique, but of course there are some highlights that people want to see, like the golden circle and and um, and Glacier Lagoon sometimes and things like that. But my goal is to show them the rest of Iceland, because Iceland is a hidden gem mm. in its totality. Mm. You know, there, is, there are so many places that some people come here and they, they almost get exhausted by how many <laughs> beautiful places are here. And I'm not exaggerating. My husband, Mike, first time I took, took him around Iceland, he was tired when mm. we reached the north. You know, it's like, oh, it's it's uh, like every 10 minutes, you're like, wow, wow, wow. You know, so <laughs> so that's, that's kind of how it works. Mm. Uh, but I try to look at people's um, interests. Let's say they're ac- ac- very active people. Then I guide them, for example, to the West Fjords, which mm. are really uh, amazing places to do that. If people mm. have four days, for example, then you don't do a lot of uh, driving because driving is the trick here in Iceland mm. that I try to help people with. Mm. you know, 100 kilometers here are not as 100 kilometers in Germany, mm. because in every 100 kilometers, you have 10 stops, mm. and then it takes longer time. And that's the biggest mistake people make here that they that they don't manage to enjoy mm-hmm. and in a calm way, because they want to see it, see it all, instead of trying to choose wisely and use the time to relax as well and enjoy the power here.
0: What great advice. Fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, uh, uh, let me now talk to you as an entrepreneur. Yes. Whenever an entrepreneur starts, there are always challenges.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So when exactly. you started uh, uh, Iceland Unwrapped,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what were some of your challenges?
1: I think confidence was a bit my my challenge in the beginning because I had never been independent like that, and
2: mm.
1: to believe in the con uh, in the concept, you know, that to believe that I was really truly doing something unique. Mm-hmm. And I had a very interesting experience when I did a travel fair in uh, Antwerp, mm-hmm. and one in uh, in uh, Utrecht in Holland, mm-hmm. a big travel when you have 1000s of people coming and, yeah, And I had, uh, I was sitting, I was my, my booth was next to the Icelandair booth. Mm-hmm. And when I was talking to the people, he came to me after the two days, well, two or four days, and he said, mm-hmm. Can we have a meeting? Mm -hmm. Because you're doing something really different from everybody else, because Mm -hmm. you're giving time, you're, you know, talking to people really about what what matters and, and you're guiding people away who are not your clients, Mm -hmm. which is also courageous, Mm -hmm. which I think is maybe the biggest challenge for me, Mm -hmm. in the beginning was to just take everybody and, you know, let everybody have their experience. And Mm -hmm. then I had people who didn't have money to pay for the service. Mm -hmm. And that is not right for me to Correct. To uh, connect to to kind of um, commit to that and not being mm. able to maybe do what they want to do. Mm. I tell people sometimes they have to wait and collect more money. Mm. So I think uh, I'm very outspoken about uh, that. I want people to get the most out of this, and it if I see well. that it's not going to happen, then I then I kind of address it.
0: Mm. Well said, well said. So again, for my viewers and listeners, yeah. help me understand uh, how you personalize plans that's something yeah. very unique about you.
1: Exactly. Can I add one thing more to the yes, challenges? Yeah. Working as an entrepreneur alone is a challenge mm. because it's difficult to let go and give other people permission mm. to go in your footsteps.
0: Delegation. <laughs> that's my big,
1: yeah, because my company is growing now and I am facing this problem at the moment. Mm. I have a, an assistant now which is great but that has been a challenge of who is going to do it as good as I am going to do it. Yes. So that is something I need to, oof, mm. you know, stop doing.
2: We're but talking.
1: about, yeah, uh, tell me, yeah, the challenging, no, you were talking about no, the, about the personalization yeah. of plans. Yeah, the personalization comes through the conversation with the client and then looking forward to, which is my mm. focus as well, mm. that I do, uh, I, I put a lot of effort in getting people to start planning early and to use the time to look forward to to enjoy their plan and oh I'm going to be there in six months Mm -hmm. which is also okay Um, I think the personalization comes through that people fill out a survey and we have a conversation Mm. and it's not just one conversation we can have two or three conversations depending Mm -hmm. on if people are insecure about things or want to know more
2: Mm. so
1: that is kind of uh, what is makes personal, I would say, mm. uh, also with the connection to the locals through music as well. So I have something called uh, tunes in the afternoon, which is mm-hmm. visiting uh, musicians at home, uh, trying to connect to the locals, that's the personalization, mm-hmm. and, and that you get your personal plan, you see the hidden gems that your friend didn't see last year, mm. because uh, and that's a challenge for me to find new things all the time, mm-hmm. which is a good challenge, because mm. I get to travel. In fact, interesting.
0: Yes. And again, uh, because there is a very large number of uh, vegetarians in India, yes, 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 uh, yes. is that a problem in, in Iceland? No, no,
1: no, no, no. Vegan is the new hit in Iceland. <laughs> everybody is vegan, okay. <laughs> like everybody and their grandmother <laughs> are weekends. <vegans. laughs> okay. So we have a lot of vegan restaurants, a lot of people at home. I have a vegan chef in dining with the Icelanders, one of the best. I mean, she uh-huh. is amazing. She is, has an Instagram account and. A lot mm-hmm. of followers, and everything is beautiful that she makes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I would say that we're really forward in the vegan movement and the vegetarian Fantastic. movement. Yeah. Fantastic. Every so,
0: yeah. so, moving on now, Helga, uh, when people travel to Iceland, uh, one of the challenges you mentioned was that, you know, it's not like driving in Germany and they stop 100 kilometers 10 times.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What
0: are some of the other challenges people face?
1: I think in the last two years, obviously COVID, and the ever changing restrictions, laws and, and entry rules Mm -hmm. and vaccination or test at the border or not at the border before you come or Mm -hmm. when you have arrived. Mm -hmm. So that has been the challenge of the last two years, I've had clients uh, more than I expected in the last two years. Mm -hmm. And that has been like me being the grandmother, trying Mm -hmm. to make sure that they get the right information. Mm -hmm. So that's important for me as a travel planner to to give people the right information so they don't have to worry about it. Mm. But that's definitely been a challenge because they have been changing from one day to the next sometimes. Mm. And then you can face uh, closure and things like that. Fortunately, that is going to stop, I I hope, now. Mm. Uh, Yeah, the other challenges are, of course, distances and money. People Mm. don't realize uh, that Iceland is an expensive place. And you need to know what you're doing to make, the best out of your money and your time that you have.
2: Mm.
1: And uh, that is very important. And what I have been criticizing the low fare um, uh, airlines for getting people here without giving, giving them enough information for them mm. to enjoy the travel. Mm. This is not fun to eat noodles maybe the whole time while you're in Iceland when you have yes. all the fish and all the lamb and all the good things that you can eat
2: mm.
1: here. And that has been the case, unfortunately, for some people mm. in the past, of course, before COVID.
0: And, and, and do you also have, uh, do you also give a combination of hotels and homestays or is it
1: just yeah, home? Homestays, no. But what we have here is something called Farmer's Day. Mm-hmm. which is at the farmer's house, they have accommodations connected to their farm. Okay. Uh, that is available as well. And we have, of course, hotels and guest houses, mm-hmm. and, and all kinds of fun uh, connections, uh, interesting hosts. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what I have uh, meals included in the, in the experience, you know, and some activities, which is also good sometimes. Wonderful. Yeah. So my next
0: question is that, you know, uh, we spoke of the pandemic just now. Yeah. Uh, what are your views on uh, the pandemic, six months from now, 12 months from now, you mentioned that with beginning to open, of course, we cannot say uh, anything, yeah. certainly about uh, COVID. But how are you looking at it?
1: They predict here, that's going to be the biggest year ever mm-hmm. in Iceland, okay. the travel, and, and it was big in 2018 and 19, where we had 2 million people entering, and I think seven or eight million through the airport in like, Capelvic doing wow. transatlantic travel. I am very optimistic
2: mm-hmm.
1: as a person, mm-hmm. <laughs> so i I hope we will will um, manage to do this. But I am very also concerned about we doing it too fast
2: mm-hmm. and
1: too much kind of in a way of being a tick in the box uh, travel. where we'll you go on a bus, you know. I hope that's not going to be the case because I think where we are now with people wanting to do it a little bit more personalized and smaller groups, mm. staying in a place where not everybody's staying. I think yeah. that's the way forward for for us. But mm. um, yeah, I'm hopeful that it will be okay if we don't have a new variant. Mm. then uh, But now we know how to deal with this. Correct. People are used to going on lockdown, people are used to having to scale down, work from home, ch- change. And I am mm. very clear in my, in my uh, for example, invoices, and in mm-hmm. my offer to people that, you know, in case of severe circumstances, of course, we will manage uh, so people can move their plan mm. for next year or year after that, depending on how the situation is. I think that's about how we yeah, do it. That's,
0: that's very reassuring for yeah. someone who wants to travel. I don't think too many people give that uh, facility. No. So, Helgo, um, moving on, you know, uh, when I look at the young people, when I look at my own children, mm-hmm. you know, they're all. Traveling and they're seeking experiences, mm. right? Um, how are you preparing yourself for such changes in the travel business?
1: Um, I've been doing this for six years, mm-hmm. so I think I have been doing it personalized with experience, kind of adding stuff to the mm-hmm. the typical places. So I think I'm kind of confident that I this is the way to do it, mm. which is which is. Uh, but of course, I need to to go through the lists all the time, travel around, meet new mm. vendors, mm. Uh, get because there are new adventures coming up all the time here mm. in Iceland, for example. So mm. I think um, uh, the millennials, they are they are an interesting group of people because mm. they are open to new ideas. Mm. They're not afraid of asking, Can I go fishing? You know, mm. can I go fishing and and cook the fish? That mm. was a request that I got. And they said, mm. like, yeah, of course let's figure that out and then we figured it out. Mm. You know, so so I think, uh, yeah, I think I am, uh, the mindset that I have is kind of to be ever developing, always developing, always finding new things, mm. being open to people. So I think, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I think it will be okay.
0: Wonderful. So one more question yeah. for you before I move to the next segment. What is the best way to see Iceland? And where, when is the best time to come to Iceland?
1: So the best way, uh, depends on what you want. <laughs> <Always>. <laughs> I agree. What <laughs>
2: drive student, you said, isn't
1: it? Yeah, if you want to say, say, see the northern lights, like I saw here this Saturday, fantastically, in a hot tub in the outside in the crazy snow. There was the right. mm-hmm. there was a little stop in the snowing, and then the northern lights came up. It was insane. Mm-hmm. So nice. And then um I would say that for people who want to see the northern lights, northern lights are only in the darkness. So mm-hmm. it's from September, last August, maybe until March.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And then you have uh, the midnight sun in June. So I think you know, June, July, August are obviously the months where you can kind of rely on weather being okay, mm-hmm. but you can never rely on rely on weather here. Good weather is not something we promise. Mm-hmm. I only promise weather mm-hmm. because you can have snow in June sometimes. Yeah. But but I would say if people are wanting to have bright nights, it's fantastic that you have 24 hours of daylight in June. Mm. And then the northern lights during the winter. Mm. Uh, so that if that's answer your question, yeah, it does.
0: It <laughs> does. So, you know, you mean you're not able to arrange the sun every time throughout the visit of the the guest, is it?
1: No, no. I cannot arrange the weather. <laughs> it's not in my hands. I, I try. <laughs> I <don't>. no, that's <laughs> I just. Try. A, and a. northern lights are an interesting concept as well. You know, you never know when they come. Correct. But you know, I can arrange that people are in places where it's more likely to see them because mm. the light pollution is. The enemy of the Northern Lights love, lovers because they, they they kind of take the view away in mm-hmm. most cases. Mm-hmm. So being in a dark place is good. Yeah.
2: Fascinating,
0: fascinating. Yeah. So Helga, I'm going to move to a few questions for you personally because yep. my uh, viewers and listeners love to get to know my guests a little better. Yeah. You know, uh, you, uh, you had a career in education. You worked for different mm-hmm. organizations. Mm -hmm. What would you say are three key milestones in your life or your career?
1: So I think I went as an exchange student when I was 17 to Mm. Brazil from Iceland. Wow! And everybody thought I was crazy. And I was, of course, a little bit. Mm. Uh, That was changed my life completely on how I look at the world that people, you know, the connections, Mm. what I'm capable of, I learned Portuguese in one year, I spoke fluently, and I made so much uh, wonderful friends that I still have Mm -hmm. after all these years another mol- milestone has been moving places. I, I went, I lived in Austria, I've lived in Portugal, and I moved to Denmark in 2004, mm-hmm. for a year, and mm-hmm. ended up staying there for 16 years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, another milestone is, you know, that I had, I left um, I left my job in Iceland in mm-hmm. 2004, mm-hmm. In which I had a really good position, I was offered a better position.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And at the time, I was doing a course in, in personal development, and I I asked my mentor there, you know, what do you think I should do? Should I take this job? And he said, do you want this job? No, not really. Mm -hmm. And don't take it. And which was a big thing for me because I was always heading up. So I moved to Denmark and I had to start from scratch, basically. Because when Mm -hmm. you move countries, you sometimes have to do that. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely a big milestone for me. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Uh, My son, of course, Mm -hmm. is a big milestone, having him.
2: Yes, of course. Many, many
1: many milestones. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: Next question to you, Helga, is that uh, you know, now as someone who is working in the service business, working Mm -hmm. with a lot of guests and travelers coming to your country, Mm
1: -hmm. what are
0: some of the core values you believe in?
1: Connection, absolutely, Mm -hmm. between people and from all ethnicities. ethnicities, It's a difficult word from all countries and and places and cultures Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. religions. kindness, I think kindness is. The key to things mm-hmm. and equality by being raised here it's equality between genders between between people of all origins with all sexual orientations is is key i think to make the world better wonderful
0: so i have time for two more questions for you my next question yes. is that you know uh, in, a, in a in an amazing life so far and now as an entrepreneur
1: mm-hmm.
0: what does success mean to Helga?
1: It has many layers. First, I thought success was being rich, Mm -hmm. having all the money I wanted to have. But now I realize success is when you can connect, can you create your life around work, the work you have. So Mm -hmm. you have time for your family for travel, for your personal things and development. Mm -hmm. So I think success is when you have a balance in all of those things. And of course, enough money to survive. That's, Mm -hmm. that's obviously important. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you know when you see people pass away, and my mother passed away not long ago. You know that's kind of it opens your eyes to mm-hmm. the basic yeah. important things. And I think the layers is important that you have it mixed together and that you create create your own life. That's the success. Then mm-hmm. I'm successful if it if it works out.
0: Wonderful. And my last question to you is a follow up after success. Who or what inspires you?
1: So my biggest inspiration, I think in life is vetis which was the first female president of the world.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she was an Icelandic president uh, that uh, went into office in 1980. Mm-hmm. And she was a uh, president for 16 years. So I'm born in 72. Mm-hmm. So she was the president of Iceland for all my childhood and, and adolescence and, and young woman's uh, life, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, huge inspiration. And, there was some children at the time thought that a man would ask can a man be a person?" because they mm-hmm. were so used to having her and that was basically very important i think um, my son is an inspiration to me of course mm-hmm. every day because he is looks at things differently my husband yeah. as well he looks mm-hmm. he's from america he looks at things differently and i'm learning from them every day wonderful and i think people on my path i'm very open to getting inspiration I think I can say that uh, that I really think it's important that you can meet people mm. on the bus. Mm. I met a woman on the bus in Brazil once, and she was a huge inspiration mm. of survival of never giving up. You mm. know, it's being open to people is kind of the the way of of getting inspiration for me. Wonderful, wonderful,
0: Helga. On that note, uh, thank you so much for speaking to me.
2: Thank, thank you, you for, for speaking to well. me
0: about Iceland Unwrapped, about Iceland, about your about your life, about. The way you are curating such amazing journeys for so many different people. And I know that we already have our dates, 1st April to 10th April 2023. Yes. Uh, yes. We're going to be reaching out to you. To I'm on it. Please plan <laughs> our career. I'll write to you separately. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I look forward to meeting you when we come to Iceland. With yeah, my I look forward to meeting you. Me
1: hmm? Absolutely. Me too. Thank, thank, thank you so you much again. for your time. Thank, thank, you. thank you so much. Bye bye. Have a good day. Bye.